Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 7, Episode 24, the one with Monica and Chandler's Wedding Part 2. A.K.A. the final episode of the season. Final episode of Season 7. Honestly, can't believe it. Woohoo! Um... Yeah, final episode of season seven, and we actually get to see their wedding ceremony in this episode. We just don't get to go to the reception until next year. Oh, long wait. So you know, like, yeah, you know, like those weddings where they don't want to serve you dinner, and so you have like a four-hour break in the middle um, to go feed yourself. Love that for us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what we have in TV form. Yeah. Go feed yourself. (laughs) Go feed yourself. Uh, We won't be doing that, so we're giving you plenty of time to go take care of that on your own. Can I ask you a question? You sure can. In the weddings that you've been to where there's been like a big gap so you can go feed yourself, do they serve drinks at the reception or is it like... I've actually never been to one. Oh, Okay. Um, but I know they exist. I've been to weddings where they definitely didn't serve food at the reception, but they also didn't really leave enough time in between. Yeah. Um, like one was, one I think I've been to where you were kind of encouraged to go leave and get food and come back. Mm-hmm. I think that was in um, Iowa. I was like a plus one at I a I feel like this wedding. is a super Midwest thing. Oh, okay, because it was in Iowa. But then I've been to another one in Chicago where the ceremony and the reception were in the same um, hall. They just, it was like this beautiful loft. They just had to Mm -hmm. like flip all the decor. And so they were like, we're going to do past hors d'oeuvres during that like hour while we're like flipping everything. Yeah. But the past hors d'oeuvres never really made it past the people that were like, right in front of the door that they were coming out of there wasn't enough food like Mm. that's kind of always happens i feel like with past appetizers there wasn't enough i don't think they were doing alcohol because i think it was just like like, what i'm hearing strike yeah like one of the families were like not drinkers and so they didn't do alcohol and so but then when we so that so because like because they were at the same place you weren't really and there was like some past plates like you weren't really encouraged to like go eat elsewhere but it was definitely at like what would be a normal dinner time and then at the reception they just decided dessert to serve like desserts and like coffee tea and then like pink lemonade and so it was just like sugary drinks sugary food i just remember being like i think i had been like fighting with my boyfriend at the time too so i was just like annoyed we were late there was like sugar frazzle it was oh it was awful yeah beautiful beautiful venue but awful i think you can totally do that um as long as it's not at like you can't do it at a standard meal like time. 7 you have PM. to do like yes. you need to do like a two o'clock reception mm-hmm. um yes like yes that way it's like oh people have had lunch and they're gonna snack here on some sweets and then that's it um but yeah if it's at lunch or dinner 
It might have said in the invite, like, light appetizers provided or something. But, you know, yeah. that means different things to different people. And if you're going to make it during dinner time, like, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we are going to get to Monica and Chandler's weddings. But, yeah, there's a big gap between the ceremony and the reception. So I hope everybody packed a lunch. Mm-hmm. To hang on to this cliffhanger. No light appetites. The appetizers are provided. There's no light appetizers. Um, yeah. So we were talking about how there is. Uh, we get we have kind of like a baby cliffhanger here. Um, in real time, since this was a one-part hour-long episode, it was not a cliffhanger in real life, but is a cliffhanger right. when you're watching the DVD it slash kind of streaming. Yeah. It does. It's an- it does. But unlike most, well, I guess normal cliffhangers are like that, but it was literally just like a commercial break cliffhanger. <clears throat> ah. Um, where we find out that Monica, there's a pregnancy test and Phoebe says, Monica's going to have a baby. And um, so she won't be completely alone because Chandler's nowhere to be found. Yes. And so then when this episode opens up, wait, I don't know if I want to talk about this yet. Okay, we can wait. Talk about this later. Okay, I want to talk about this later. Okay. Um, so Joey, as we know from the last one, he has got his platoon in his pack with Paulette in the picture. (laughs) Um, we've got Spitz McGee over here, and um. Joey, who, he's just not very professional in general. I feel like he's always uh, lying no. on his resume and he says he wants Packing to be an Packing his cargo actor, shorts but full of Oreos. He is. <laughs> yeah. He just is not like taking extra care. Like this is a big deal. He should be treating it like a big deal. And he shows up and is like. Oh, I thought it would be fine that I left early because I have a wedding I have to go to. And they're like, sorry, Joey, the shooting time is set, you know. Um, we don't base it off one person. And I can confirm mm-hmm. that and is true. especially <laughs> when that um, person is not the star, right? Like- right. So that's the thing is like if you are big enough, I'm sure they base everything off of your schedule and you tell them when you're yeah. available. But – this is like the second day of principal photography. Joey is not the star. And Gary Oldman is. Yeah. Um, so the director, you know, so Joey runs through his list of excuses. First, it's I'm in a wedding. It's my wedding. So he tries the truth. And yeah. He tries the truth. And because it doesn't get him anywhere, he decides, well, I'll stretch the truth. And then he's like, actually, I'm having surgery. I just didn't want you to worry. I'm having a transplant, a hair transplant. <laughs> and I mean, it is just like devolving by the second. Um, and the director, <sighs> you know, is kind of says it again. He's like, you know. If Gary's here, we need to shoot the scene. We just have the one scene. You'll probably be done in time anyway. Gary's a professional. Or uh, Richard the professional. Gary. And so, well, his real name's Gary. Gary Oldman over Night here. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, he comes in and he walks over the side and you see Gary Oldman like holding a, 
a big cup and looking more <laughs> unkempt than he did before. Mm. Um, and he is very clearly drunk. He is hammered. He's hammered. And Joey's like, are you drunk? He's like, no. He's like, yes, you are. And he goes, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Which I love. Um, And so he is like trying everything he can to get him to go. Mm. And they're not doing great at all. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Um. <laughs> And so he tries to level unprofessionals. Yeah. Showing up to work drunk. Oh, my gosh. You've worked on a lot of sets. Has this ever happened? I have never had someone show up drunk. Um, I did recently have somebody offer a, a model we hired. Offered other models, crew members and the property owner of the location we were at who happened to be someone who works at the client um this model that we hired offered all these people uh a variety of drugs Um, oh she on set yep yep like smack dab in the middle of the day it wasn't like oh we're about to wrap does everybody want to go party (laughs) it was like noon one she got there at nine was staying till nine it was a 12-hour day so yeah she was like she offered the property owner's wife who's like very sweet um pot and then she told someone else that if they needed shrooms she could get them for her and like i didn't find this nobody told me this until literally the end of the day and i was like uh what because she was supposed to be back on the third day it was a five-day shoot she was there the first day and she was supposed to be back the third day mm-hmm. and so we had to make up something and told her we didn't need her but we were still gonna pay her but i was like i can't bring her back like i can't have someone like that on my set it I just sounds can't. like she was using this opportunity to get more of to network clients. clientele yeah well exactly. and she also was like very concerned of how quickly she would get paid so it's clear to me she's not holding down oh, a regular job she's what sucks is that she was actually really good. Um, but that's just such a liability, you know? It's yeah. like, especially like, you know, other models, that's a very like peer, you know, peer to peer or like crew to crew even, you know, it's not great, but it's still like the same level in a way. But when you're talking to the client's wife, oh, come mm-hmm. on, like mm-hmm. that is just terrible. It doesn't make me look great. Um, oh, gosh. But anyway, so we had to remove her. But very, yeah, I was like, I can't have her on set. Like, I just, I can't. I, I can't. I can't have her back. I said to someone the other day, I wish there was a Yelp for talent. Um, Is there not? I don't think so. That, you'd think that. Because it would be very, like, word of mouth and who you know and, right? I know, but I feel like that could also open up, like, think of all the negative reviews, like, a good restaurant has. Yeah, true. All that takes is one person actually trying to, like, do a smear campaign and you're done, you know? Yeah, that's true. So I'm like, I guess I understand why it doesn't exist, but it would be really helpful. Maybe I could make it and you have to be, like, screened as an industry professional first. (laughs) But anyway, so... 
Yeah. So we've got Joey, who is lying to get out of work. We've got Gary Oldman, who is drunk and trying to sleep it off on set. And um, he, you know, Joey's just kind of levels with him. He's like, come on, my best friends are getting married. Like, I'm the minister. Can you just, you know, get it together? And he says, okay, I can do this. Like, I, I want you to count on me. And then he basically throws his sword back and it flies all over the wall. And I feel like that was cut out of my episode. Oh, really? Maybe I just stopped paying attention for a few minutes. (laughs) Well, he's like, or the director's like, we're still rolling. And then then he was like, did we die? Then be back here with you. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's so bad. It's so bad. And so he's really trying to get out of there. And so he even calls from the set and calls. The girls are like at the hotel. They're all ready. And um, Joey's checking in on the Chandler situation. And Rachel's like, where are you? He's like, I'm still on set. And she's like, the wedding is in less than an hour. And he's like, they won't let me go until we get this. So Rachel then knows she has to get another minister um, I do love the part when he's like, Joey, I have to go. And, and he's like, don't you hang up on me. I'll marry you right now. I have the power. I'll marry you and me right now. Um, but finally, Joey like goes, I think, to the director. Yeah, he goes to the director. And he's like, you have to let me go. He's hammered. Like, we're not going to get this. And the director's like, as long as he's here and he's conscious, we're going to shoot. And so that, Joey. That seems like a poor plan, but OK, whatever. It seems like a really poor plan to me. If it was clear somebody was wasted, I don't think I would waste my time, my crew's time. No. But maybe his check comes either way, you know? I don't know. Or maybe it is like, you, like yeah, you can't just send it home and have like a wasted day. Like you just have to keep trying and see if well, we can get it. Well, that's the thing is like, I mean, the truth is, is if I was like, okay, well, our lead talent isn't here. I couldn't just be like, hey, guys, do you want to try again tomorrow? Everybody is still going to get paid. Yeah. Like, you can't cancel at the last second like that. So I don't know how it works with, like, features. I've actually never done one. But I'm pretty sure you're – because you're scheduled, you're contracted. I think it's kind of like anything. If it's not within, like, a decent amount of time, like, at least 12 hours, I would assume you just get paid. Of course. Um, Of course. You can't just send people off set. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess they're like, maybe we can get something. But Joey comes in and – Richard is cutting his is it a steak? <laughs> yes. With his sword. You wouldn't happen to have a very big oh, fork, my would gosh. you? Terrible. I'm wearing two belts. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that really. I'm wearing two belts. Um and uh Joey just decides to take matters into his own hand. He's like, oh great job out there. We're all finished. You did a great job. Okay, very time to go. Smart. Your car's outside. <laughs> Very smart of Joey. Very smart. Um, So, yeah. So he picks him up and hustles him out and gets him in his car because he eventually shows up at the wedding, which we'll talk about. Yes. In a minute. Um, But uh, next up, we have Chandler. Or we don't have Chandler, technically. Yes, good um, point. <laughs> we do not have Chandler. So, you know, the girls know, and now they think they know that 
Monica's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ross has been out all night and apparently, you know, he hasn't found him, obviously. And uh, Ross, you know, meets up with the girls and he's like, I've talked to his parents. I've talked to Joey. He hasn't heard from him. Nobody's found him. Uh, I love when Ross is like, I talked to his parents. I just made it seem like I was calling to chat, but pretty sure they both think I'm interested in them. <laughs> um, interested. <laughs> yeah. So Rachel's like, we have to tell her. She's about to start getting ready. And Ross says we can't. And so we kind of talked about this last week. Um, and I think, do we both agree that there like is a certain point that you have to? And like, it's uh, definitely getting to that point. I guess I just have never, thankfully, have never had to think about this. But mm-hmm. you had said last week, like, once somebody's put the dress on, it's too far. And yeah. I guess like, that makes sense. Because then they like, that is because you know, then they're like, thinking about it get like obviously they're already thinking about it but like having to then like get undressed out of your wedding dress because you didn't get to go through with it is really sad I suppose though like to be honest with you if I was the maid of honor and this was a situation I had found myself in I don't know at what point I would have told them yeah I mean I think because there's something like you always think well if I hold out just like a few more minutes he's got to show up right like it's, totally. It's just going to be a f- just few, just 20 more minutes, just 24, 20 more minutes. Like, so that would be really easy the, to talk yourself into that. And that's the thing I think I would have thought about is like time to event. But mm-hmm. your thought about like getting ready, getting dressed, leaving the house, like those things, like what are we going to not let her do? And if he's not yeah. here by the time she needs to put her dress on, then we're going to tell her. Like, I don't think I would have thought about it like that, but it does make a lot of sense because that would be really heartbreaking so I do yeah in once you've explained it and like I've thought about it I definitely agree like I think you're right the getting ready like okay doing your makeup whatever but putting the dress on probably too far leaving for the venue I guess like I would I mean I don't know would you also kind of think like maybe he'll still show up even at the hotel like maybe we don't know where he is but like maybe he's Maybe he just, like, went and stayed out somewhere at a hotel to, like, clear his head and he'll show up. I, I think I might think totally. that he would still show up. Well, and I think that's what they're all thinking, too. And so they're like, if we can minimize this without her knowing, yeah. isn't that better? And I agree up until this point because I do think, like, the act of getting ready and going to the hotel, if he has not shown up, then that's in her court to decide if she wants to – because she might still be like, I'm sure he'll be Let's there. I'm just going to get ready and go. Yeah. But yeah, she okay. also might be like, I'm not going if he we can't find him. Like, if he left a note that says, tell Monica I'm sorry. Like, I am not going to oh, go to that true. hotel in front of all those people. You know? That's right. I forgot about the note. It wasn't like he just disappeared. Yeah. It's like he said, yes. I'm sorry. And so that is I expectation. Agree. He's not I coming. Do think, Good point. I do think that's different. I think if he just, like, poof, disappeared, I'd be like, okay. He's probably just, like, sleeping it off somewhere. We'll find him, you know, yes. not a big deal. But he said, tell Monica I'm sorry, which implies I'm not coming. And so, yeah, right. I think that's where that's where my, like, timeline kind of comes in. Because I just, 
even the idea of finding out quietly from one friend at home where I can just like lock myself in my room if I need to versus going to the hotel with all of our family and being in yes. my wedding dress and being told, okay, he's not coming. In he front of all of your... Yeah. Yes. It's like so many more people to manage and like, ugh, I don't know. Like I think, I think I would just rather like quietly lock my door and not deal let somebody else um, go deal with it yeah honestly you know so so rachel's like we have to tell her and ross is like we can't and so she's like how much time do you need <laughs> and he he's she says i can give you an hour and he's like well i need two and she's like why do you even ask why did you ask <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> And so Phoebe's like, I'm coming with you. You're tired. You looked all night and clearly you suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phoebe. Um, so she uh, so she goes with him and Rachel's like, I'm going to figure out how to stall her. So Rachel goes in and Monica's like, I'm, it's time to start getting ready. Okay, let's do my hair and makeup. Now, does it seem strange to you that Monica, with all her planning, is not getting her hair and makeup done? 100%. I but guess she, I, I could see I her being like, I can do, I can do my makeup myself really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she's doing it as a cost saving. I was thinking like, really, you're just doing your own hair and makeup on your wedding day? Well, I also was wondering if it was less common. I mean, I didn't really go to any weddings in the year 2000, so I don't know. Um, was it more common to do your own hair? I, maybe. But hers is so fancy. I feel like it might have been more common for a less fancy wedding. But even mm. like, I mean, we all got our hair done for prom in the late 90s and early 2000s yeah. so that makes me think that yeah. like like I could like I feel like a lot of the kids I see now like my friends kids and stuff they don't get their hair done for prom you know like okay I think the styles are just a little more not, not even natural but just like, like kind of yeah, I mean we were all like French twist and like giant twisty curls and pins liberty and, buns <laughs> right but all of our prom hairstyles were definitely influenced by the wedding hairstyles at the time so yes. I feel like wedding hairstyles now are like more romantic, loose Just curls, beachy chic. curls. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So it makes sense in a way, but well, sorry, it's not totally strange to not get your hair done at, at all. I guess like, also though, totally like fine. if you're somebody who is like, I'm, I can do my hair myself really well and I know it looks good. Fair enough. Cool. If you think like, you know, other people would be like, i I want it to look better. Like, I know I can't do it really well. Or, like, I yeah. just don't want to have to, like, spend two hours yeah. doing my own hair and makeup. But, like, yeah. if Monica thinks she could do a good job at it, I mean, she's a control freak. So maybe she wants That's to control true. how it looks. That's true. And she I wouldn't do my own pins makeup. It back. But yeah, true. Yeah. So, anyway, she's doing her hair and makeup. And no. um, Rachel comes to. in. Well, she's trying to. And Rachel's like, <sighs> but can't you talk to me? Um, Honestly, I'm never going to get married. <laughs> annoys me so I kind of figured. Much. I kind of figured. Um, I know. I agree. I do think it's annoying. And it's obviously I know why ploy. she does it. But yeah. it's like the thing that she thought to do was to talk about herself is so annoying to me. Well, she doesn't want to talk to her. Well, I mean, I guess she kind of is talking to her about the wedding, but. 
I mm, now the more that I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, if you're gonna have to tell her that her wedding's off, which is a 50 50 chance at this point, would you want to be complaining about not getting married? Good point. Because then when you tell her that, but I mean, I know she was like trying like, to think as quick as possible. Yeah, but it's just, you know, thoughts went right to herself first. I feel <laughs> like you could kind of be like, hey, don't get ready yet. I have to talk. You could like, Say, I don't know, make up a different emergency or like your mom really needed some help with something. Let's talk it through or I don't know, like, I don't know. Let me help you with your hair. I mean, she probably wouldn't Mm -hmm. have let Rachel touch her, but I feel like you could do something. I don't know. Not like I'm so sad and I'm alone. Sit here and talk to me on your wedding day. She's trying not to let her get ready. I know. But Renee, could you imagine if at your wedding I was like, stop what you're doing. I want to whine about not having a boyfriend. Like, oh my gosh. And so I love when Monica goes, we done with that? Are we done now? (laughs) I know. Because like Monica normally I think would have a lot of empathy for it. But she's like, okay, can we talk about this? Can we put a pin in she it? Has. Like we're on a timeline here. For seven seasons, it's That's she's true. had empathy for Rachel about all of her comings and goings and misgivings. And it's like, yep. it is her one day. Shut yep. up, Rachel. It's my one day. And she's like, the right guy's just around the corner. Are we done with that? And then uh, she's like, we maybe I'll just that? become a lesbian or something. Monica's like, a woman lady, lucky to have you. Lucky to have you. <laughs> And then Rachel goes with what she knows will get her. Maybe I'll just feel better if I slept with Joey. She's like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. So The days are hard. The days and nights yeah. are hard to get it. <laughs> the, the day. And then comes the night. And she's, like, looking at her watch. Obviously knows this is not her best work. Um, yeah. But meanwhile, Phoebe and Ross are on the move. And Ross is like, we're never going to find him. He's one guy in a huge city. Phoebe's like, is that him? And Ross said, that's an old Chinese woman. (laughs) Well, if I was trying to hide, I would also like be in disguise. (laughs) Yes. Um, They cut this out, but Ross to make fun of Phoebe is like, wait a minute to a fire hydrant. Chandler, is that you? And Phoebe's like, now you're thinking. <laughs> yes, very good. Oh, it's and then so finally, funny. they embody their subject, and Ross says, "What if you're Chandler? Where is the last place you'd think people would come find you?" And turns out it's his office. <laughs> yep, which it's pretty good. Okay, it so is pretty good question. Mm. Yeah. Well, now maybe you won't tell me if you were trying <laughs> to hide. From Renee, everybody. I live in New <laughs> uh, you're already hiding. You. Okay, if you were trying yeah. to hide more, um, where would you go thinking nobody's gonna look for me here? Hmm. It can be like a specific place or like a category of place. If I was trying to hide from everybody, like including my family, including Ben. And I'm going to say like you have to hide local. Like you can't like flee the country. Okay. Well, I was going to say I could very easily get on like a standby flight somewhere nope. in New Zealand. Nope. Okay. No, like, this I is can't. like you're going to like, you know, you've got like 10 I have minutes to, stay to in get Auckland. somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I wouldn't go to my office because I don't actually like have like four walls and a door. Yeah. So I don't like have an office. What do you like, have I a have bucket? An office building. <laughs> Hot desking, Renee. We're all like open plan. Oh, you're agile. Concept. I forgot. We're agile. Um, okay. I don't have a gym. I go to um, Pilates classes, but I don't like. I don't know if you, you know, guys knew Ashley like, was in intermediate Pilates. Okay. Do you want to hear the answer to my question? <laughs> do you want me to answer your question yes. or not? Yes. Um. I would see I was gonna say I'd probably go to a friend's house but then I don't I think all my friends would um out you possibly I part of me kind of feels like I might just go check into a hotel somewhere but that could get Mm, spendy depending on how long I'd probably check into a hotel because then I could pretty good hide there okay what would you do I think I'd go to a barbecue restaurant and just like sit in the back corner oh Oh, I see what you meant. Okay, so you're like, where's the last place somebody would look for yeah. Renee? Yeah, Renee yeah. needs barbecue. Okay, sorry, I didn't understand the assignment. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I still don't know the answer to that. What's something I complain about a lot? Um, uh, housing prices? Um. <laughs> I'd go to the housing office. Maybe like, okay, a barbecue restaurant. That's a good one. I don't know. Like a metal bar? I don't know. I was thinking like an Indian restaurant. I don't ever oh, really. Oh, do you not like, like Indian food? No one's, um, I don't, don't, I don't not like it. When I've had good okay. Indian food, it is really mm-hmm. good. I am All never right. going to be the person to suggest that we go out for Indian because I don't gotcha. think I grew up with good Indian food. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. But I enjoy it when somebody else recommends a good Indian restaurant. Okay. Yes. Okay. Maybe that's what I would do. There's like all of these gross, cheesy, sleazy bars down in the viaduct mm-hmm. there that are like for 18-year-olds. So I'd probably go to one of those. Mm, okay. That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. All right. So that's where you, you'll not find us. Yes. Hiding. Don't go um, looking at the barbecue and viaduct. Yeah, because we're not going to be there. Don't worry about it. Um, but Chandler's like, how'd you guys find me? You should have knew I should have hit, hit at the gym. Hit at the gym. <laughs> uh, and he's like, I'm panicking and trying to prove that I'm related to Monica. How is she? And they're like. She's fine and she doesn't have to know. Let's go home. And he's like, I can't because if we go home, we're the bings. And he just like is spiraling. Um, yeah. And finally, he brings some color to the freak out because it's not yes. just the commitment to Monica. Um, he's like, if we become this, basically, like, we'll become my parents. The bings have terrible yeah. marriages and they and use the pawn, the pool boys ever, a pawn. He's only ever had terrible examples right of yeah. like relationships and so fair enough that he's just like i like what we have right now if we get married you know then i don't know i think a lot of people think this huh like some flip will some switch will flip and i it'll actually be like either, yeah yeah sorry i was gonna say Go people either think a switch will flip and everything will become better if you get married mm-hmm. <laughs> or mm-hmm. i think other people think like well what we have now is good and changing it can ruin the dynamic Right. Where the truth is, is like pretty much everything stays the same. Um, it's just official. 
all you have to do is tick the box that says Mrs. It's yeah. right next to the box that's that says That's all that Miss. changed for me. I'm like, I don't that's even it. know. I don't even remember. Um, I do think, you know, of course, it's like you're deepening your connection. You're announcing it in front of the world. You're making it official. Like, all that, yes. Um, but, like, logistically, the same. Especially Monica and Chandler. Like, they're already moved in together. Literally nothing's going to yeah. be different except checking the box Miss or Mrs. <laughs> so M- Chandler doesn't even have to do the paperwork differently. He probably just thinks that like he becomes like, do you know, I feel like growing up there was like growing up, I don't know, like when we were younger in our 20s, like a lot of guys thought like, oh, like you have to be responsible for a family. Yeah. And it's like, oh, for sure. Yeah. So I wonder if he's like yeah. thinking that there's going to be like all of a sudden all this pressure to be like Mr. Relationship, Mr. Family Guy. I think it's that he really loves her and he doesn't want to ruin it. Yeah. That's and the he's point. associated getting married with it ruining it. Um, yeah. I have a friend. I'm going to be very. Um, what's the word? Like covert ops here. Um, but I have a friend who uh, the husband had, like, not been very honest about, like, his intimate history. And it was revealed later once they got married. So there was just, like, he had been still, like, talking to girls, like, basically until they got married and when they were engaged. What? and. Yes, and, like, had slept with way more people than he had said and all this stuff. And, like, it all came out later. It's all good now. This was several years ago. But during that time, like, they were not connecting over the physical act of making love. Sexually. Sexually. (laughs) And when she found all that out, she was like, well, no, she was like, oh, so clearly he wants everybody. He wasn't sleeping with other people while they were married. But he had been oh, dishonest oh, oh. about his past. But he had been like, like texting other girls and stuff? Not while they were married, but while they were engaged, yes. Um, but she was like, oh, okay, so he just wants to be with all these other people. And then he married me and like nothing. And it wasn't because he didn't love her. It was because he actually felt so guilty about everything else that wow. he didn't want to like ruin her mm. with his with his like With his lies shame, and basically. deception. And- yeah. Sheesh. I know. And it's actually like it makes a lot of sense when you're like, oh, because she was just this like beautiful, perfect thing to him. And he was like, I don't deserve her and I don't want to like ruin her. And even though she was seeing it like as why don't you like me, you know. Right. Um, But I kind of see that here with Monica and Chandler. I'm like, he thinks that if he marries her, he will ruin everything they have. Not because there's. Right. Not because inherently marriage will not ruin your relationship you know what I mean like that is all in what goes into it what comes out you know like yeah you have control over that it's like signing those documents isn't actually going to change anything but he doesn't he doesn't know a bing that doesn't end in divorce you know and so I think he just it's his association he doesn't want to ruin it with Monica I remember you saying years and years ago but it stuck with me um there, I, it must have been, like, somebody that we knew and were friends with from, like, ages and ages ago that was, like, um, they were engaged 
or they were dating somebody, but we knew that they cheated on their partner Mm. quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And then they got engaged and we were like, what? And they were like, I don't think we were friends with this person. I don't remember the details, but I just remember that they were like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, but like once I get married, I'll stop. Like that was the idea. And I just remember I just remember you being like, there's no like magical threshold, like nothing changes. Like, OK, yeah, you have the ceremony, but like you're still the same person who's still mm-hmm. faced with the same choices that you were yeah. the day before and the day after. And like, mm-hmm. I understand that like legally things do change and whatever. And maybe yeah. for some people they are like, well, you know, we weren't officially like, maybe that's between you and your partner. So whatever. But like, it's not like the decisions are still there. And yeah. I don't know what that's really going to change if like you're supposed to be devoted to somebody on yeah. one side of marriage or the other. Yeah. I, don't um, know. I just remember you saying that. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can confirm that that is true. Like there is nothing, no behavior. Yeah. There's no, there's no magical threshold. Like the behavior will not change it is obviously like what you value and what you're valuing is not like that person that they are not your priority your your like mm. impulses are your priority so that priority is not going to change like you might think it will once it once the ink dries on the contract of you know your marriage but i kind of doubt it like i i'm sure that's worked like a couple times but for the most part i don't think it does because there's a reason that you mm. act like that you know um and it's either that Oof. you don't care about that person or you just care about whatever you feel like doing more, you know? Mm. So some um, heavy stuff. Yeah. So Call if you don't Renee, feel like you need yeah, marriage well, counseling, you know, just let me know. But yeah, if you don't feel like putting somebody else's, um, if you don't feel like putting somebody else first above like just whatever you want, then yeah, you really shouldn't be in a serious relationship. <laughs> And you definitely shouldn't get married because, you know, you got to play ball. And if you're not, yeah, it's not going to change. It's not going to change. So just yeah, stop it. <laughs> um, but I do think, like, while very misguided, Chandler's, like, intentions aren't bad, you know? Like, it's oh, coming out wrong. Um, yeah, but like I really do think because well, he like, even I says I love her. He's like I love her. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Ex- and um, he was like, "How is she? Is she okay?" And he's like, "I want to marry yeah. her." Like he just yeah. he just physically doesn't he can't do yeah. it. He doesn't know how to make well, himself do it. And that's the crazy thing. Like pull yourself back. And if the options are ditch somebody at the altar or marry them, and it might be rocky. I'm pretty sure they still want to marry you. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But in his like unhealth. He's like, this is the better option is to just let her go. And then she doesn't have to get ruined yeah. by this. Um, which is why I drew the similarities with my friend because I'm like, that's crazy to me to be like, oh, I'll just like basically avoid my wife so she doesn't like get ruined by all my junk. It's not long term. There's no long. Like, what's the what's the long term game plan there? Right. Honestly. But it's like you're not thinking straight. You know what I mean? No, like, no. So anyway, um, Ross, I, like, I think, has a great yes. method here. Well, what does Phoebe – Phoebe tries something else in the <laughs> first place, doesn't she? Chandler, right now nobody has a lower opinion of you than I do. 
but I totally <laughs> believe you can do this. <laughs> That's right. And then because she's pissed, as she really, should be. Yeah, but Ross has a really good tactic. An amazing tactic. Just let's not worry about getting married. All you're going to do is you're going to come home and take a shower. He doesn't even say, come home, take a shower, and get dressed. It's like literally just come home and you take a shower. And then that's all you have to do. It is Is literally. Is that so scary? It's not so scary. It depends on what you you mean by we. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There he is. There's Chandler. Um, But you know, they say how to eat an elephant. It's one bite at a time. Like, there's no shortcut. Sometimes you just have to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And make those teeny tiny choices and chip away at it until you get there. It might be scary. But it is is much more daunting to think of like the big picture sometimes. That's very good advice for a lot of stuff in life. Like, Mm -hmm. can I run a marathon? No, but I can run one mile. And so, okay, go Mm -hmm. start there. And then before you know it, I can set a goal for two and then for three. I probably won't get to marathon levels, but you could. But yeah, it's true. Like, there's so many things that it's like. Also, something else that I've been thinking about lately, and I think it's true of work and it's true of relationships, is like a lot of times we don't want to get into something until we feel like we're skilled up. But a lot of times it's like, no, no, you learn the skills on the job. You you learn what you need to do by trying it. And a lot of times Mm -hmm. you're going to do it wrong the first few times. There might be backlash. There might be repercussions. But you're going to learn how to do it better. Maybe not perfect on round two. That's agile. And then same with relationships. (laughs) Like you get better at communicating and caring and all that stuff by just like you can't. You can't, like, learn to fight without getting in the battle, I guess. And it's like, yeah. you're never going to feel like I'm 100% ready and trained to like, handle anything that comes my way for the most yeah. part. Like, you just got to you just gotta get out there and do it. Yeah. And, you know, that's actually, like, marathon training is a really good um, analogy here because most marathon training programs, if you're following, like, a, you know, 12-week training program or whatever you never actually run a full marathon when you're training yep you get to like 21 or 22 or 23 miles or something like that but you never run the 26 until the day of and so it's like even through all the training you never actually know how to do it until you just do it yep and you're working your way up but it's like if you can get to 23 miles you can definitely get to 26, you know? Yeah. And so there is like a leap of faith there, even though you're like, but I've never done 26 before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. just keep moving. <laughs> just take and it you mile probably at a will time. get there. Step at a time. Yeah. Like, truly, yep. I, you know, take it 10 minutes at a time. Can you keep running yep. for 10 more minutes? Okay, just do yep. that. 10 too much? Yep. Just do five. See how you feel in five minutes. Yep. yep. That's how so I got myself up. Um, we did some mountain last weekend or a couple weekends ago or something in queenstown the one you gained 30, yes. feet of elevation no 30 that's jetliner that's oh. mount everest no oh, we were 3,000 3, feet <laughs> that's still over a mile that's still I a lot ev- no it's not a mile's 5,000 feet renee <laughs> no yes are you sure i thought it was like 2,800 something no, a mile is 5,000 feet, isn't it? Now you've got me second-guessing myself. But I'm like... I'm talking about kilometers, of course, Ashley. Renee, no, you're not. I wasn't talking about kilometers. <laughs> Renee's full of it. Um, Renee, don't balk it. 
my achievements. Oh, shut <laughs> up, you. I don't want to hear it. Um, no, sorry. But going back to, so we were just going to, like, do this two-hour hike up to, like, yeah, just up to this, like, there's, like, a little cafe and gondola and stuff at the top. But then we got up there. We're like, oh, there's this other place that's just, like, two more hours. And we were like, yeah, we're feeling pretty good. Let's keep going. And then, like, 30 minutes into it, I was like... I'm about three seconds away from just like stopping, turning around, can't do this. It's like, I don't feel good. This sucks. It's it's hard. But I was like, okay, before I say this to Ben while we're hiking, I was like, I will just do like, I'll just see how I feel in like five minutes. And if in five minutes I don't feel good, I'll let him know. And then I'll see how he, but, but then like the moment passed and we were fine. And yes, we did end up gaining, um, 3,300 feet, which is insanity. And we were like, that was That's accidentally a, a massive hike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a lot. Um, and I'm here to tell you. Um, hold on. It's less than a mile. <laughs> it is it one it kilometer exactly, almost exactly 3,300 feet. It That's is 1.00584 kilometers. What do you mean that's it? You're the you're the genius who just told me five thousand two hundred and eighty was a mile. A kilometer just doesn't seem like that. A kilometer is nothing. And so to only have gained a kilometer just doesn't feel like a lot. Do you know what we did feel like realize though? It was an eighth of Mount Everest, and I was like, that is pretty freaking impressive. Mm -hmm. I hiked an eighth of Mount Everest that day. So they used to call um, 10Ks, they used to call them quarter marathons. That's pretty good. Yeah. Sounds more impressive than mm-hmm. six miles. Did a quarter marathon. Ah, put four of those together. One of those <laughs> big quarter marathon runner. I'm going to get a one-fourth sticker for the back of my car. <laughs> anyway, so yes, that's, that's right. One bite at a time. Uh, anyway, so, you know... Chandler does the one thing at a time and gets him to the venue, gets him in the tuxedo and is like, okay, well, what's the next little bit? Okay, it's get married, but you did that. You could do this too. And Chandler's like, you're right. I can do it. I'm good. And Mm -hmm. um, so you missed something. On the other side. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. You're okay. Gonna say it so now. I know I'm kind of going back and forth with the guys and the girls. You got um, it. It happens. On the other side, you know, Rachel's going on about the days and on about the nights and on about the days, on about the nights. And so then she's like, Rachel, I have to get ready. And she's getting like un- very annoyed at this point, which rightfully yeah. so, you know, like I would be too. And I know Rachel's trying her best, but like it's not going great. And so Monica no. goes in the bathroom and Rachel does this terrible, oh, I've tripped and fallen and I can't get up. And so Monica finally calls BS and she's like, what is going on? Rachel's like, I'm going to tell you something and just remember we are here for you and we love you and everything's going to be okay, which that is a nice way to start out. It And she does say that. She says, you're freaking me out. But I do think, I mean, how else do you start to deliver you that do. news? Yeah. You have to like give, you do have to Maybe prepare be like, someone come that sit crazy down news on the couch with me. Yeah. Probably like, come sit down. I'm going to hold your yeah. hand. I have something hard to tell you, but I'm here for you and I love you. Yeah. It would, would freak them so, out, but like, what else? Yeah, I, I mean, know. it is better, a little bit better to be freaked out than to be completely blindsided. At least you have like, you know, 
I don't know. It's never great. Like, there's no good way to deliver bad news, but there is, no. like, bad ways to deliver bad news. And I think yeah. she was going pretty good here. Um, yes, agree. But she's like, all right, so we can't find Chandler Zvest. <laughs> and then in comes Phoebe with a thumbs up. The thumbs Zvest. up. Oh, right at the right moment. And Monica's like, we oh, found, my gosh. We found the vest. We're going to keep an eye on it. But we've located <laughs> so the vest. Don't lose it again. Monica. Um, the worst has happened. <laughs> the worst has happened. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's bless. just so funny. Um, And so, yeah. So we've got Chandler. He's in the hotel. Monica goes to the hotel. She's getting ready. She looks great. Looks beautiful. She looks so beautiful. It is 100% not the wedding dress she bought. Did we confirm um, that? It was Emily who actually wore the right dress. It's Monica who did Emily not. Emily did wear the right dress. Monica did not. But okay, I guess we know why. Because what's her name booked the swing oh, yeah. things. That's right. Yeah. So I guess Megan. it all makes sense, Megan. But in the scene that she tries on the dress and then the scene where she steals it or like buys it at the thing is not the same dress. So there right. we do have dress gate. Um, <laughs> so um, they go, they get ready. I do love the part where they're, um, you know, Monica's getting ready and um, – the Bings are sitting there and uh, yeah, Nora's in like, the like, waiting room. Yes. And Nora's like, on my wedding day, I saw the groom in the wedding dress. And uh, Helena Chandler's dad gets like, Helena's, yeah, that was after um, the wedding. It's not bad luck. <laughs> Honey, it's not good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their one liners are so good. Phoebe. Phoebe sitting there goes, so you two were married. What, did you just drift apart or? Just drift apart or what? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. And so now that everybody is good, we think, Chandler's going to go out and get fresh air, a.k.a. smoke. And so he ducks into the coat closet to not be seen. And Phoebe and Rachel are like, well, we've got to get a new minister because Joey's in the play or in the movie and he's not going to get here. So we have to like get someone else, but don't tell them Monica's pregnant because they frown on that. And that's what Chandler hears. So then Ross loses Chandler again. It says they're playing hide and seek. Um, And I love when Jack is like, you can't ask us where he is, son. That's cheating. (laughs) You're right, dad. Thanks. Thanks for keeping me honest. Two adults are playing hide and seek. I just, (laughs) I don't even know. And so he pulls Phoebe out into the hallway and he's like, I lost Chandler again. Why would you play hide and seek with somebody who's a flight risk? risk. So they finally find him and Ross tackles him. (laughs) Hi-ya! Hi-ya! And um, Ross is like, you're not getting away. This is the ass kicking we talked about. And more hi-ya. And Chandler's like, I'm not walking out on your sister. I know about Monica. Um, I heard you guys talking. And Ross is like, if you don't tell me what's going on right now. Phoebe's like, oh, you're going to hi-ya us again. Which I'm surprised we didn't have more unagi here. Um, True. Karate. And Chandler reveals that he went down to the gift shop for more cigarettes. Which they are all annoyed about but they're like please focus he's like please focus big picture 
and yeah. you found a little iHeart New York onesie. And anything that can so, fit into this just can't be scary. That was so sweet. It's very sweet. He is wrong. Children are terrifying. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. She's like, you um, didn't see But Chucky it is very three. sweet. <laughs> it's very sweet. Yes. Um, and so... <laughs> Rachel does some really good hotel investigating and finds mm-hmm. a wedding, which is super smart. Mm-hmm. And the bride and girl are walking out. She's like, beautiful, beautiful. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Uh, it's like, uh, what is it? Anna... Stop. Oh, gosh. I'm going to butcher it. Anastas- Anastasakis. Uh-huh. Anastasaki and Papasafakis. Um, Papasaf. But I, I think most of us hard. know they're very hard. There are a lot of letters. Um, I think most of us know this fun trivia mm-hmm. that Anna Anastasakis. Anastasakis is Jennifer Aniston's her uh, historical name before her dad changed it to Aniston. Mm. To make it sound less. Immigrated. To make it sound, yeah. Farron. Which my grandfather's <laughs> name was Fidel Rayola. Oh. And he so changed he it to, change to it. <laughs> Floyd Rayon. Oh, funny. Um. But yeah, so I know that was really common. I actually read something interesting. This is not last name specific. But you know these days how like everybody's kid's name is like, you know, Toshiba and, you know, Dovchayevsky and like. Yeah. <laughs> really like everyone's trying to be so hard to be unique. Um, yeah. Not everybody, but there are a lot more like. Um, yeah, it's like a creative a, names, yeah, not made up names, but kind of like combination names or like whatever. It's not um, like Mark, John and Paul. Yeah, exactly. So that is how people are like, oh, well, they'll stand out. They won't like blend in. They'll have something unique about them. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But back like when our parents, which both of Ashley and I's mom's names are Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our dad's names are Robert and Stephen, but Bob and Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby and Steve but in their day it was more important that um, people thought it was more important not to blend in but to like be part of the community yeah so people you didn't want to stand out you didn't want to stand out so people were like it will be common ground because they'll have names that people you know connect with know that somebody is with why that name, whatever there's more CEOs named John than there are female CEOs like, in, oh my like, gosh. in all of America. I actually didn't know that yeah. stat. It's something, um, it's, I think it's John. It's something like that. That actually, yeah, John sounds like a CEO name. A I mean, Matt, Johns. my husband's name is Matt. It's like, it was like the top boy name for like the last hundred like, years or something. I was going to say, yeah, like a century um, running. Honestly, it's like it been in the top 10 forever. So that's the thing is like classic names never do go out of style. Like there will always be Johns because there are so many Johns already that, you know, mm-hmm. you have like the second, the third, a family name. Oh, it was your uncle. It was your dad. It was your grandpa, whatever, mm-hmm. um, which I think is super cool. Um, Ashley got to be the top name in what, like 1986, 87? That's probably. right. Yep. Um, I got to be the top name never. 
I don't think I've ever <laughs> even cracked into the 100s. But yeah. I have always loved my name because it's a name everybody recognizes. But there aren't a lot of us. That's right. So it's a good combo. And like my sister's name is Annette. I feel the same way. I'm like, you might know another Annette or two maybe. Yes. But you definitely like, you're not like, well, you might still misspell it. It's just so it, memorable. Because like I yeah. was one of three in every, it was like Ashley A, Ashley G, Ashley mm-hmm. S, Ashley W. Like I was one of four, three or four Ashleys in every single class. Whereas like people yeah. are like, oh, I knew a Renee once. Like that's, right. you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's much more unique, but not Rain. Yes, I exactly. So I more often get people are like, "Oh, that's my middle name. Oh, that's my mom's middle name. It's my sister's middle name." It's a it's much Renee is a much more common middle name, at least from people I meet. Um, I get told that a lot more often. But yeah, my name's never been popular, but I've always liked it because it yeah, it's like just common enough that people like aren't like, "Wait, how do you say that?" You know, it just is like still an easy name. But unless you're my dad um, and calls you Rainy, but. Don't oh my gosh, people. which did He's I tell kidding. you that a barista at the coffee shop by my house called me Rini? Oh no. And that's what I told him. I said the only other person that calls me Rini consistently is my best friend. Oh, they dad. were kidding. <laughs> I mean, the barista as much as your dad is, Rini he just thinks it's not, funny. Okay. Oh, okay. He was Oh like, yeah, yeah. Rini? No, he just thought he was being okay, okay. clever. <laughs> Ah, he thought he was. Well, he just thinks get it's in line, barista. Funny, yeah. Well, what's really funny, Ash, is he kind of looks like your dad. He's got like dark curly hair oh, and glasses. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I was like, yeah, my best friend's dad calls me Rini, and you guys kind of look alike, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> you also look like Jack Geller. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So Rachel finds the new Ministainer and she's like, ooh, nice hat. <laughs> yeah. They are and also asks, Greek Orthodox. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chandler Papadopoulos and Monica Stephanopoulos or Yeah. Whatever. Something Ish. like that. Yeah. Um Father Calabasas. <laughs> Is that his name? <laughs> yes. Father Calabasas. Funny. Um so now we've got a minister, we've got a bride, we've got a groom, we've got gangs, mothers of the groom, gangs all here, and they're finally, um, getting down the aisle. And do you recognize the song, the string version um, of the song? I did. I recognized one of them because it wasn't something I would have expected to hear. It wasn't it groovy kind of love or something. Movie kind of love is that Paul Simon? Or no? Is it I mean, movie? Uh, no, it's groovy kind of love. Oh girl, I don't know. I always thought it was movie. Is it? No, it's a groovy kind of love. And because I feel like they, so here's there's two two places. I feel like they talk about this somewhere else in this show. Groovy kind of love. It's totally but, a groovy kind of love, and it is Phil Collins. Phil Collins, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah. But Wait, it's what did also I say? F- movie kind of love, which is okay. what Janice says that she and Chandler have when they start okay. singing. Um, um, I actually don't like this Phil Collins song very much. It's, it's like not my fave. But mellow doesn't it? Re- so they play it in an episode of New Girl at a wedding. Yes. 
and, and I, I don't like the it there. Chicken dance. Yes, that scene bugs me. I guess groovy kind of love must be a wedding song. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard it at a wedding before. I don't think so either. Um, I don't know. I mean, anything could be a wedding song, but the song that sh- they're walking into is "Every Breath You Take" by Sting and/or the Police. Oh, it's not groovy kind of love. Uh, they do play that later. Oh, okay. Is it Sting and the oh, Police that they're walking no. into? Now I can't remember. Am I making? Dunna. Yeah, they play. Mm, no, I don't see it credited. So maybe I'm making that up. I a little bit. Think oh, you, you know be- what it is? It's that a little bit of the string part kind of sounds like every breath you take, and it's not. It's totally not. It is just groovy kind of love. That's okay. There's some other song anyway. that I don't recognize that. Um, uh, who else? Wa- oh, Ross walks. Um, Phoebe and is it that one or is it? Because Chandler's already up at the front, right? Uh huh. No, I Chandler gets walked down the aisle with. That's right. Which is um, weird. That's not how that works, right? Oh yeah. You do whatever you the want. Room walks their mom down the aisle or something, and then sets her down Sometimes. next to the dad. Sometimes, yeah. There's like it's all so traditional and interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you can do whatever you want. You can. Um, I feel like where the groom comes from is like a little more up for debate than where the bride comes from and who walks her down the yeah. aisle. Yeah, you know, totally. Um. So anyway, walk down the aisle, Mister Father Kapadopoulos. Kelebosis is there. Father What's His Name is there. And I love that Chandler is Are like you Chandler? He's Greek Orthodox. Are you Joey? <laughs> so funny. Are you Joey? <laughs> um, but I love when he's like, he's Greek Orthodox. And Rachel's like, as are you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So he starts, dearly beloved. And Joey's like, that's my line. And then Yay. still in costume. Coming to the front, which uh, this is next season, but I love the part when Monica's like, can you wear anything that doesn't say I died tragically in France? (laughs) And then Um, Chandler's like, my father is crying because you got blood on his dress. (laughs) (laughs) But Joey's like, I can take it from here. Uh, You may be confused by this now, but you won't be Memorial Day weekend 2002, which (laughs) makes me feel very old because it was just Memorial Day weekend 2022. Uh, that's what makes you feel old. What makes me feel old is last episode when you were talking about notes you found from the best day of your life in 1999. I know. know. Which we sent that to a friend and Ashley called us relics. (laughs) We are relics. (laughs) I know. Do you know why? We also have relics. Like, remember those things where you'd be like, that looks like a flower and you put your fingers in it and it goes doop, deep, doop, deep, doop, deep. If you guys know what I'm talking about, you'll... Anyway, you totally you know what she's talking about. Renee but found really one great, of those. I did. But the best part is that I said, oh, I found one of those things. That is literally all I said. And she goes, oh, one of those things. It goes, doop, boop, 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 boop. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone uh, that one was awesome. To. That one yeah. had great, you know, you do the color and you do the number or the letter or whatever. That one had great dares like on it. And we it. actually, yeah, we actually remembered Sometimes I think they were fortune, but we I think we did a lot of them with dares. Um, 
Was and a very we remember one, the actually. dares. Oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. That was a great day. Um, anyway, Joey comes up and he's like, let's get this party started before the groom takes off again, huh? And Monica oh, looks so shocked. Oh, my gosh. She looks at Chandler and she looks at Ross and she looks at everybody. And then she just kind of like stays still. And Joey gives a very nice speech. Yeah. Yeah. My notes in my dressing room will proceed to the vows. And so Monica's like, he took off. And Rachel's like, just, you know, just go. Um, And Monica gives a very sweet speech as well, which I have to say. This one always makes me tear up. And then all I can think is how cringy the proposal is. So I was thinking this too. I was like, these wedding vows are very beautiful. They're still a little bit weepy as she's saying them, Mm -hmm. but nothing like the engagement. They're very good. Very much, much more good. Chandler's vows, uh, they start out pretty weak, but then they get better, but then they really trail off. Yeah. Um... But obviously, he goes off script. It's not what he was going to say. That's true. Um, He, like, you know, waves Ross off with his sheet of paper. Um, And I think he realizes now he just needs to reassure her that, like, he's in it to win it. Um, Yeah. But, yeah. Seals the deal. Monica's are pretty good. Which then does throw off Joey because then Joey just forgets everything yeah he's like do you kiss the bride okay you you move now your husband and wife oh wait do you take each other okay crap let's do the okay. rings like it's the just rings? Oh, crap. the whole yeah. thing and uh he says i love you and i know about the baby and she very like her face is very good here because it's not this like what baby like this dramatic thing she's like what baby he's like our baby yeah. and she's like we have a we baby, have a baby. <laughs> like i don't like what they are found you talking pregnancy about? Pregnancy test, and she's like, "But I didn't take a pregnancy test." And who did? And then and we find out. Shame, shame! I know your name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that's also from New Girl, Winston. Yes. <laughs> um, but Phoebe's like, "Oh my gosh, look at them! They're gonna have a baby!" And Rachel's just like, "Uh huh." <laughs> I kind of can't believe it. Are you? I'm like, even when it's about Monica, it's about Rachel. I know. I'm sorry. I bang on about this. But am I, am I but the she, only one that's annoyed by how much this show is about Rachel? There are other characters. It's called Friends, not Rachel's Friends. Um, <laughs> it's not called Rachel and Friends. But don't you think, I mean, okay, what do you think is better? What do you think is better? Does she out herself? Or does she just go along with what Phoebe said and try to keep it no, a secret? No, no. You know? Look, I know. Like, she is not making it about herself right now. And that's lovely. I just mean the writers the show, are. Marta, David. Marta. Are making David. it about Rachel. <laughs> um, I do kind of feel like she probably should have c- come clean to Phoebe in the bathroom. But fair yeah. enough, if she was not ready, she was dealing, it's like, I don't blame her for not coming. Because I was like, that would have yeah. been an opportunity to be like, okay, Phoebe, actually. But like, she didn't want to make it about herself. She was yeah. also completely overwhelmed with 
thinking that Chandler was not showing up and that her best friend was about to get stood up. And and she even said she was like, because um, Phoebe was like, oh, my gosh, you know, this I wonder how long or whatever. And she's like, no, that that must she must have taken that today. Oh, because I think doesn't Phoebe mm-hmm. say like maybe Chandler knew that there was a baby and freaked out and she was like, yeah, no, I just took the trash out last night. That must have happened. That must be from today. And so yeah. she's probably not even come to terms with it and not ready to tell yeah. other people. So I don't I don't blame her for not saying anything. OK, so what do you think? Do you think Rachel knew or she threw the pregnancy test out too fast and didn't actually realize she was pregnant? Oh, I 100 percent figured she knew. I didn't even consider the second one. I kind of always read that as she didn't actually know. Oh. And so when Phoebe says that, she's like, there's a pregnancy test and it's positive. And Rachel's like, oh, my God. Like, oh. So we never get that confirmation but that's a good point. I've never interpreted it that way. Because she's like, oh my gosh, oh my, like she says it like five times because I think that she's just hearing it for the first time. Ah, I just assumed she was kind of like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like my friend has found this. What do I do? You know? Yeah, but, it could um, be. No, it, that you could be. I, really I think it could go either though. way. Yeah, that's a, that is a very interesting theory because I mean, you'd think you wouldn't throw it away early, but I guess it's possible. Like, if she, you know, mm-hmm. she thought she had waited ten minutes or three minutes or whatever those things are. I don't know. Never taken a pregnancy test, and um, and she just threw it away too early. Hmm. I was yeah, thinking I she drank at the um, rehearsal dinner, but I suppose the whole point is that she. Oh no! Did she drink it? Because that would have been the. Well, if 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 it's your, she said I took the trash out last night. Yeah, but it's this is right after the rehearsal dinner because she was in, isn't it? Because Ross comes over and it's, he comes over the night of the rehearsal dinner, but then she's in No, because she says, what's going on? She, because she says, he, Phoebe's like, do you think this is why Chandler took off? And Rachel says, no, she had to have just taken that test because I took the trash out last night. So it has to be that morning. It's the morning of the wedding. Uh, Okay, so they've already, that's right, because they've already slept and then. Yep. That's right. That's what happens. I got confused last episode. So when, Mm -hmm. when, when that happens is when Monica comes out and is like, I'm getting married today and trips. Yes. Yes. And then exactly. And goes, like, I don't care because it's my wedding day. Yeah. She goes, I'm going to get ready. And then Phoebe's mm-hmm. like, she might not even notice. And that's when Rachel yeah. gets all like yes. sad and weepy. And she's like, don't do this here. She'll, she'll know yeah. something's yeah. up and then pulls yeah. her to the bathroom. I thought it was the night before. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the morning. That's of. right. So, so Rachel like yeah. literally just took the test. Like, Within the hour. Yes. Yes. I think so. Okay. Wow. Yep. Which also explains why if she was drinking at the rehearsal dinner, it's because she didn't know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 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 Well, Well. friends. Well. The webs we weave. (laughs) Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. 
Can I just say, just as a little, just looking, I am so excited for the next three seasons. I don't think there is, so eight, nine, and oh ten. Oh my gosh, being we have three more? Oh yeah, we do. In my head, we only yeah, have two left. It's, yeah, because there's math Cause, and then there's math. seven it's is different. less, three yeah. less than ten. Got it. Yeah, but we were counting, because you go eight <laughs> to ten is two numbers, but it's actually three when you have to count eight. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, we have three left. I do not think that there is one bad episode in the next three seasons. No. Like, I do they're like just all amazing. They are. We're so I, lucky that we get to do this. We're so lucky. There is so much fun to be had. Mm-hmm. We're going to climb Mount Tibidabo. <laughs> we are going to meet Spudnik. Charlie. We are going to meet Charlie. We, we are going to watch Ross self-implode. In a relationship more than ever. Oh my gosh. We're going to find out if Rachel's pregnant and who her baby daddy is. That's true. We are going to find out. There is one thing I don't like in the next next three seasons. But nobody likes it. Okay, wait. Do I get to guess? Sure. Yeah, you go guess. Nobody. Oh, is it Rachel and Joey? Yes. Okay. But it's still some funny episodes. It is. Um, like I Ross being like, fine. Well, yes. That's pretty much the only one that I love. Yeah. We um, get to watch um, Phoebe getting married. Oh, which I love. It's so sweet. Um, oh, we've got Paul Rudd coming up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Love Paul so Rudd. much. Good. Love yeah. Paul Rudd so much. Love Paul hubba Rudd. Hubba hubba. <laughs> um... <laughs> I've always loved Paul Rudd. I just think he's so great. Um, anyway, I am really excited to be here. We are going to take a little break for summer vacay, but we'll be back soon uh, with more episodes. Excuse you, Northern Hemisphere summer vacay. She wintry down here in uh, okay. Ashley's in the winter. of the earth. <laughs> Ashley's wintering on a- the Shire. A winter hibernation. You're going to take a small summer break. I think we'd all agree after seven solid season, we've earned ourselves a wee break. Don't worry. This is definitely not a like, you'll never hear from us again. Or will you? You'll never see me again. (laughs) (laughs) Great. That's really nice. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. I can't go high enough for the next. I started too high. (laughs) (laughs) I started too high. I boxed myself out. Um, Okay. Well, we will miss you guys, but we're excited to come back with season eight, Mm -hmm. which is the one, season eight, episode one, which is the one after I do. Um, So you guys stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Go get yourself some dinner in the meantime. We'll see you at the reception. That's right. See you at the reception. Bye, y'all. Bye.